always something going. <laughs> when you gave me these cookies, Cheers. I have tea and beer. Cheers. Yeah, sure. Oh, Cheers. man. Cheers. Cheers. All right, everybody, what you're hearing is the uh, the inaugural moments of episode, anybody know? Anybody know? Somebody's One, supposed to know. There's 4, a 7. 167. Oh. Yes. I've been a week behind for like three weeks. I know. <laughs> Chris is like, hey, is this 160 yet? So, everybody, we are uh, launching tonight's podcast. We got a special guest with us tonight. Woo-hoo. And um, it's somebody that you've heard of before, you know and love. And uh, I'm sure he's got a lot to talk about. We also got, if you want to stick around and talk schmack with us, we also got some uh, a bike to roast. We have some inspirational questions to ask each other, and I've got a little bit of news. How does that sound? That sounds great. I'm here to. I'm here for the for the night, man. All right. With that, let's uh, take a little break for some intro music. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Riding, the motorcycle podcast that brings you two wheel topics from around the globe. Tonight's show is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, go to www.patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out more. Now, to our regularly scheduled show, show, show. Are you staying down here now or up at the... Hey, wait, don't say it. Don't let us know yet. Don't let us know yet. We're recording. We're back. And oh, we want to know. We want to find out more about this. Yeah. Sorry, but I should have warned you. I don't you know guys. what that I has to do with you motorcycles at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, could I not hear the music? Uh, no, none of us could. None of us could. It's, it's fake, Brady. I put it. It's called post production, and I put it in later. So. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> very good. A little Look behind at the me scenes. Blushing. No, a little I, behind I, the I, scenes. I should know that. So, with us tonight in house is uh, Brady Walker, the sweet talker, the slammer jammer, and the the whammer, and Jay, the scammer. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> all, all right. Um, I wanted to start off the show this week with a couple news shorts to get us warmed up and in the mood, and uh, we we barely had five minutes here to talk to each other uh and so so let's take some time to become one another with this crummy news that's coming out of the motorcycle world uh why don't we um the first thing in this uh this week in the news that i found is that discover the ride has expanded to the dallas fort worth auto show following the tremendous success during the 2018 and 19 ims tour they were thrilled to bring the discover the ride to the dallas fort worth auto show reaching an even wider audience of potential new riders if that sounds like a quote, it's because it was from Tracy Harris, the senior vice president of the Power Sports Division at UBM. Fresh also off the tour, I might want to add, is our guest, Brady Walker, the sweet talker. Dun, he da, was da, the, uh, you were like the sound man or something at, the, yes. at those events. I actually, um, uh, they, as they found out about my skills, they uh, looked at my resume and they utilized me to the best they could. I thought you were going to say they fi- they instantly fired me. <laughs> they, <laughs> no. they, they were like, what? I have we a very hired? good resume. Yeah, I'm a very do. professional guy. I can, uh, I can uh, make things happen uh, very professionally or very unprofessionally. Right. And we, my- we like it either way. I mean, that's what we like about you. You're super diverse. That's what makes the events fun. Yeah. <laughs> like they're ran pro and smooth, but yeah, just... Relax. Well, you know, and it's so funny seeing you in that capacity uh, and seeing you in the the UBM gear. You know, uh, I was like, man, you you looked pretty professional. You were you were working it. Uh, I I was proud to wear the um, the IMS official IMS. Uh, what do they call that chambray? Um, <laughs> and we all did, and it was it was great. Yeah. And. Uh, it was really weird because the last four shows were back to back, and I yeah. stayed on the road so oh, for man. a whole month. 
And I had one day off to really just fuck off. And then another day where I said, eh, I probably have to get up tomorrow and, and, and deal. So um, I also got to wash my shirts because you pretty much have, we have three shirts for three days <laughs> and, All right. and our other move-in shirts. And then when you get the day off, you get to wash them or else, you know, they're nasty. But it's like I wore pretty much the same clothing for a month straight, almost day in and day out. Uh, it was very odd for me who probably just wears the same clothes all the time anyway. Yeah, I do. Hey, I do. I but pick I, them out, not IMS. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that uh, Jordan Diggs also, I've been in contact with him. He was with you uh, doing the new to two, I think, was he his segment. He did the new to two, yes. Yeah. Jordan is the nicest guy. Uh, yeah. We had a lot of laughs. Yeah, I've I been trying to get him out to your track days too. I have too. I told he just, the person. Uh, I said, he just went to Arizona. Yeah, I saw he that. Is a, um, it's so interesting about that that whole tour because every, some people you really don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. There was another guy there, and now his name is escaping me, who was also in New to Two with Jordan, who was like the world dragster championship of all time, like the Valentino oh. Rosso dragster race. Yeah, was it Ricky, Ricky uh, Gad? Gadson? Yeah, Gadson. Oh, was, cow. And was he at the Long Beach one? I don't think he I was believe, at Long Beach. I don't okay. know. He was at a few of them. Yeah, he's um, but, like uh, he's probably second in the record books to Terry Vance, and that's it. Oh like, no, that I dude's... looked him up because I was like, "Who's the guy that does the other part of the?" Dude, he's too? like he's and like. So the, you uh, start to learn about these people, and you're like, "Whoa!" He's like the Joel crazy. Heisman of yeah. uh, drag racing. I yeah. know. Yeah, he's I know. Good. Is that the he's right name, Joel Heisman? The Heisman? I, Joel Theisman? Um, no, Heisman Award. I don't yeah. know, yeah. Mr. Heisman? Ralph Ralph Heisman. He's like the Ralph Heisman of <laughs> drag racing. Um, I would say like the more Michael Jordan of basketball. Yeah, he's like he's the like Michael Jackson of music. Awesome. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> too soon. No, too soon. soon. Uh, according to the news, uh, 8,000 attendees participated in Discover the Ride across the seven-show tour throughout the nation, including Long Beach, New York, and then back-to-back Dallas, Cleveland, Minneapolis, Washington, D.C., and Chicago, which you guys were probably on the road because they're so close to each other over there on the East Coast. Um, 4,500 of those rode one of the Yamaha Power Assist electric bicycles or zero motorcycles as part of the uh, new rider course, and 32% were non-riders. So, yay, we may be seeing a uh, – okay. it said that 84% were planning on starting riding. So I don't know if that's 84 of the 32 because that's a little bit small. But, you know, it, it's a good – it's good to see that there's any interest at all, and it's kind of cool. They're branching out to car owners because – as motorheads, we like bikes and cars, you know what I'm saying? So I don't see why it couldn't cross uh, both ways. But Discover the Ride was appealing to a more diverse, younger demographic with 63% of non-riders being under 35, which all of us in the room here are pretty much over 35. Mm-hmm. Um, and 50% of them were female. So I thought that was pretty cool. On almost 2,000 kids rode those stay sick bikes in the kids zone. So I thought that was pretty cool. They're getting little kids out on two wheels. It was it was a fun it was fun. Yeah. I mean, I was right there. Well, you got to coordinate the vintage stuff too. I mean, you were doing. I did all that duty, stuff, right? but you're just going about the the discover the ride thing and going back to the fact that they're going to do it at the um, Dallas Auto Show. Um, Robert Pandya, um, I believe, is the one who pitched this to to Tracy Harris, and he's very stoked on it. He did a great job, and it's just amazing that they're everyone's sort of crossing over and taking advantage of it because I was there. Every day of every show, I know that exhibit inside and out. I don't know if I could set it up by memory, but we're you know we're just there all the time for a, it's a long time, so you get to see a lot of that happening, and it's it's really cool. I would do the um, 
I would do the VIP tours in the morning and uh, there would be anywhere between 30 and 60 people on the little tours and I'm out there barking and, you know, bringing them through real quick before everyone else can get in. Right. And I would always <laughs> take them back through there and I'd be like, listen, if you guys are into this, this is really cool, but get here first because yeah. <laughs> you're going to take advantage of it. And because by the end of the day, sometimes uh, the line was over an hour and a half. Oh my God. So they'd have to cut off registration. Yeah. But I think the wow. thing that um, IMS does really well along with UBM is uh, is de- they collect a lot of great data, and the, the data that they're collecting is great, and they're re- everyone's really stoked about um, getting more people on two wheels, which right. I am too. Well, you, and Robert has—I mean, he was—he's been with UBM since before they were UBM. I, you know, there's they were... history of people at that place that I, my <laughs> mind was blown. Yeah, I would just start hearing stories, yeah. and, and um, inquiring. And you would hear these stories because they've been doing this motorcycle show. It's come under different names and owned by different yeah. corporations. But it was started, I believe, um, by a core group of people that some of it's still there working on it. And uh, it's just it's just a really awesome, you know, professional. Yeah. Well, beast. He, yeah, he's he's obviously a big part of that family. He's also a big uh, advocate for motorcycling, as we mm-hmm. know. He's a lifelong rider. Um, I've heard him on several different podcasts telling his life story. And I had no idea what a crazy enthusiast he was. Um, I saw him... God, uh, 10 years ago when they did the Catalina Grand Prix for the first time since 58, I saw him over there and I was like, hey, are you the CEO of like the Long Beach shows? And he started cracking up. He's like, I'm not. But he, you know, we started talking then and I've talked to him pretty much every year since then. And he started the uh, Give a Shift Roundtable to get this whole new conversation started. And now I'm all over LinkedIn. Every single day he's posting some new material about getting more people stoked and, and getting more motorcycles pushed in front of more people's faces. And the 2,000 kids riding on those Stasic bikes really kind of hits home too. Like that's a pretty rad thing for uh, little kids to be able to get on those bikes, uh, which segues nicely into the second article, which was Harley-Davidson recently announced that it has acquired Stasic Incorporated. <laughs> Which is a producer of uh, 12 and 16 E-Drive uh, electric-powered two-wheelers specifically designed for kids. So again, um, they say we're thrilled to have Stasic become part of the Harley-Davidson family, uh, said Senior Vice President of Marketing. Um, it's funny because I think that they've probably had some sort of relationship with them for a long time. I think they were sold in dealerships for a while, but they decided to go ahead and just buy them, you know, outright. And with uh, 2,000 kids riding them, now they can sell them in their, uh, <laughs> you know, get the kid as a hog member when he's eight years old and uh, just rope him into the Harley Davidson family. Um, and I have a follow up. A couple months ago, Brady, you may you, live in here in SoCal. I'm sure that you're well aware of the Mongols Motorcycle Club. We see them all over the mm-hmm. highway. We see them in the Sons of Anarchy TV show and <laughs> everywhere mm-hmm. else. Um, a couple months ago, we did this. Uh, there was a story in the news about how it's been going on. The federal judge, there was a prosecutor that tried to get the Mongols. Um, Basically, their club logo, their rockers and stuff taken away as part of their racketeering through RICO, the RICO Act. They were trying to get their uh, logos, anything affiliated with the club on copyright. And they tried to own the, They tried to get the copyright from the club to make it so that they could arrest you for copyright if they see you riding down the freeway, right? Pull you over and get you for copyright. That's interesting. Yeah. And so we did a story on it like two months ago. Remember that? And, yeah, we did talk about it for yeah, sure. Yeah. And Liza from Motorcycles and Misfits was on with us and we kind of were talking about – 
what an infringement it is on mm-hmm. first right, First Amendment rights and stuff like that. Well, uh, a follow up to that, I just read yesterday that the Mongols get to keep their patches. A federal judge has rejected the U.S. government's uh, what does it say here? Unprecedented effort to gain control of the uh, the prized patches that adorn the vests worn by the notorious Mongols Motorcycle Club, uh, ruling that seizing the outlaw organization's trademarks would be unconstitutional via, I believe it's the uh, the First Amendment. Um, the written ruling released on Tuesday morning by the U.S. District Judge David Carter uh, makes it a setback for federal prosecutors who two months ago had persuaded the Santa Ana jury um, that they should be able to, through racketeering, that the, the punishment of taking their, their logo and owning the copyright to it should be part of the acts of murder and drug peddling. And the, the, the jury, Rico, right? yeah, some, somehow the jury was like, yeah, that seems right that you should be able to get that because they kill people and sell drugs. The federal judge was like, that doesn't really make sense. So they got their logos back. They're not anytime soon uh, going to lose them, I don't think. And that they, they override that portion of the verdict, but they kept all the murdering and stuff. Of course, we're going to punish that, but they get to keep their logos at least. Uh, follow up to that in a segue, motorcyclists were shot at by the alleged uh, Mongols gang on the 10 freeway the other day, <laughs> and the shooters remain at large. A dude on a CB1000 uh, and his buddy were shot at while they were on the 10 freeway right before they got off on the 605. They pulled off on Garvey Avenue and called 911, and they said that a group of uh, a biker gang that they identified as the Mongols um, came up and shot the guy in the side of his bike, which started leaking and, and pierced his leg as well. So the, the Mongols pulled up next to him allegedly and shot him allegedly again. They don't have any proof, so they said it was the Mongols. Either it really was the Mongols or – guy's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Well, I guess he's in he's- – yeah. He's in trouble either way, yeah. it sounds like. It, it, it either was the Mongols and they just didn't like a couple sport bike riders or it was the cops trying oh. to trying to play the Mongols uh, in yeah, a very, very Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting if they weren't Harley guys from a different club because they usually don't like mix with people that aren't – I mean they might kick your ass if you do something stupid but – they're not going to try to shoot you on the side of the road if you're not in a rival club. That's the or like not the like a beef. Instigating something. Yeah, yeah, because that brings down a lot more. I mean, it's Heat the age old like gang sure. on gang violence where cops are like, yeah. well, whatever. And, and, but and, if you're shooting people that aren't, they get real upset about that. And you know, yeah. there's a lot of sport bike gangs out there, uh, sport bike clubs, I should say, not gangs, but a lot of sport bike clubs that I've seen riding, and the dudes all have like prospect and like, pre- and, you know, the Yeah, and they have clubs. to be careful with, yeah, if territory. they put a territory on yeah. them for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's what yeah. the Mongols are all about is ter- you know, yeah, the that's the big thing with it all, too. And if it's not approved, like even a sport bike club, they got to go get like approved by mm-hmm. a national like, yeah. committee. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And you definitely, even if you watch that joke of a show, Laughing Devils or whatever from San Diego, even those chumps like called the local HAs and were like, hey, we're going to, um, or Bandito, whoever's in San Diego, and was like, hey, we're going to start this club for this TV show. Is it cool? And they're like, yeah, it's cool, but don't. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, like, you got to 
notify the larger clubs unless you want to um, be wearing your hat on your feet with your head six feet underground, <laughs> right? Um, hey, do you guys remember what we were talking about last episode, the weed cast? <laughs> I want to know the about CBD. the weed cast. Dude, the weed, I, I tried we, to pull the picture to try and oh, post today. Yeah. And I was like, this is, looks interesting. We spent probably the first hour and a half talking about CBD because there's a lot of sponsors in motocross and in um, okay. road racing. That are CBD is legal now in many states, but the sponsors don't want to come on board quite yet. Well, if someone hears this, hooligans totally fine. You can yeah. sponsor the shit yeah. out of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with just straight up joints. Yeah, yeah. I, I take both <laughs> all kinds of green. The thing is, is that the Moto America is just getting back into TV right now, right? And Monster Energy and Red Bull already have packages, but CBD companies being on there now, the television is what it is. The television companies are who's worried about it. The TV packages are like, I don't know if we want to like – we're broadcasting nationwide and CBD isn't legal nationwide. So we don't know if we want to have you – so that's that was the big deal. Got it. And um, But we were, then we got into this thing about can, you know smoking and getting busted for it anyway. And we mentioned Dalton Gaultier. Do you remember that? He's back. Dude, I just read just last night Dalton Gaultier. We just talked about him yeah. getting busted and, and uh, losing his title in 2017. He didn't have a title. He won the first two oh, rounds that's right. and then he was, got busted. Yeah, yeah, he was in like first But he sat place. out a year and a half and now yeah. he's back. I don't know if he couldn't find sponsors. Well, on behalf of D&D Cycles and FlatTrack.com from Pensacola, Florida, March 11th, which is just last night, uh, just days ahead of the Daytona TT, which if you guys are hearing this now, it happened yesterday. I hope you watched. Uh, presented by Russ Brown Motorcycles, uh, they announced the return of Dalton Gaultier, who has gone through... The, he completed all the steps in the road to recovery program, and it probably took him a little bit. That's probably what happened is he had to go through that. It didn't um, take him a little bit. He just started it. It's like a 30-day program if you do it right away. Well, 30 days times one day a month, that could take a long I have it on good source. He didn't care for a while. Probably not, and he was or probably a little. Sore. This was a while ago, and it was he didn't he doesn't care. Yeah, so, so he just must have started caring, which is fine. I'm yeah. Like, Roof Systems picked him up as as well as Russ Brown and uh, Dalton. No D and D. I'm not sure who D and D Cycles is. That's one of the teams, I think. Okay, so D and D Roof and um, Russ Brown is going to be sponsoring him, and he's completed it. So he's got a good attorney. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So he's cleared to return for the uh, 2019 season. Which, like I said, if you're listening to this right now, happened yesterday, and uh, I hope it was a good one. I, I saw a race. Uh, Last from last night, I think I saw it today. Shayna Texter dominated. Yeah, on a about a half mile, a little shorter, maybe. Where was it at? Somewhere in Florida, because yeah, they're yeah. down there. So the TT yeah. on yesterday, if you're listening to this on Thursday <laughs> during the week, but there's like six or seven pretty big events that whole week. So those guys, yeah, everyone we, goes down and they race all week long. Yeah, and we listed a lot of them off last week. There was there's a lot of GNCC and motocross, and there might even be some. Um, well, I mean, like a lot of just flat track. Yeah, I was gonna say there's there Volusia. Might, yeah, there's a couple in Georgia too. Right, they're all gearing up for mm -hmm. the uh, the beginning of the of the. Uh, when they just everyone knows the people's week. down there, so yeah. they do a race. Speaking of racing, Brady Walker, you have what? Yeah, you you have a race coming up. Hey, if you're the listening, first armor races of the year. Yeah, I know, I know. They always happen right around my wife's birthday, which is April 13th. And the Corsa has been on the 16th in the past. It's been on the 13th it has one year, around. and it's like, so when when can we expect the first round or the first uh, Willow Springs round? 
The first uh, Willow Springs uh, ARMA race is going to be the weekend of the 26th. So 26th will be a big practice day. If you like bikes, you have nothing better to do on that Friday, and you want to come out and check it out, it's really relaxed, but it's like a really badass track day. Um, some of the coolest bikes you'll ever see. And then on Saturday and Sunday is the racing, you know, practice in the morning, racing afternoon. And Saturday nights, well, boy, I wish I had my list of sponsors here with me. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I help promote the event so we can have a little bit of fun, like a little barbecue post event, barbecue, maybe a little towny Lancaster mm-hmm. rock band. Oh yeah. 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 And, uh, we're going to, I'm trying to rent, uh, some sort of, uh, um, hay rot, hay bale ride trailer tractor combo or something to get people up to the Budweiser balcony because last year we had the award ceremony on Saturday and there was like 50 mile an hour winds it screwed up the food mm. it was you couldn't hear anything your hat got blew off the chairs would blow away lost a couple campers to the wind so <laughs> it was I said remember this day people we're going up to the bud balcony so we're gonna go up there and have a big party um, and do all the, our uh, festivities up there. And we'll get a little shell service so people aren't confused about how to get up there. Yeah, it is so fun. The and view from up there awesome. is so rad. And the view it's is so perfect. Cool. Yeah. I think sunset's around 720. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and this is March 20. the whole thing. It's like... Too bad the sun doesn't set at March, 420. It's a month later. Yeah. So. Oh, so, so it's late April then? April 26th. Okay, Sunday. April 26th. Okay. Are yeah. you going to race? Oh, man, I don't know. Don't you have a bike? You have that, uh, that, I have the your R- bike should, uh, I have the RC, that would probably twins. work. Battle of Twins, oh, I bet man. you that's a class you could enter that in. Oh, man. And you've raced before, so people would probably, you probably wouldn't need to take the uh, school unless you really wanted to. I, could, I need to take a road race school anyway. Well, but. I will introduce you to Andrew Cowell, the, uh, <laughs> Amazing race school extraordinaire dude, and him and Murray Haynes. Maybe, uh, will, uh get you dialed maybe Heath Friday. will be at the track day on the seventh. Heath will, I hope he is. He's yeah, been, uh, he just moved uh, over to Alpine Star. Yeah, he went back to Alpine busy. Star. Yeah, so tell us what I mean. You've got a full schedule. I'm not, we're not even at the 22nd or the uh, 26th yet. I mean, you've got a before that, you've got a full schedule to uh, tomorrow at Lucky Wheels kicks it off. That's right. On um, Saturday, March 16th, we are doing a uh, little creative party. Uh, we have um, derby cars, Pinewood Derby cars, and it was my uh, my good friend Nils Davey. He's the guy that does all of the artwork that I've done for the last few years that you guys know me for. For She does all the Californian. Yeah. He does all the classic. He built the classic track day branding just out of chance. I, would just I say, love that Just stuff. keep changing the color, please. That's yeah. my request. I have here's the date. Guys. Here's the color. Yep. And, uh, and it, but he does, he does really, really good work. But he uh, brought it up last year and said, just on a like, ah, Pinewood Derby would be great. Let's get someone to pay for it. And it never happened. So it didn't take off. And I revisited it this year and I said, all these play, all these shows. It's about inviting builders, these awesome people that are so fantastic. And don't forget, there's no bike show unless there is flat track racing. That is that is of the recent, yeah. So I'm like, well, every show has flat track racing. Every show has got invited builders. What can I do to be different? Well, how about a Pinewood Derby? Because it's in, inviting everybody to come there build you your go. little car. Yeah. You know, it's very cheap and affordable, and it's going to be fun. So. When we first heard about this, I told how excited I was because I had found this 
couple of years ago on YouTube, and actually the dude's local. He's an engineer at JPL. Mm-hmm. And he's on YouTube a lot and has a bunch of videos about it. But super uh, – the video he's more known for now, have you seen the one where the, the dude builds the package full of confetti and a tracking device and four cameras and like for I've people stealing that, yeah. packages? It's oh, the same yeah. dude. He's an engineer at JPL. But he, anyway, he did some stuff on Pinewood cars and I found this and I'm like – so I like looked up adult Pinewood leagues and they were all like Portland. <laughs> of course it's a guess. thing, but they're all in Portland, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I'm so excited that you're doing a Pinewood race. Well, yeah. I'm going to be in Tennessee, but you're going to be in Tennessee. Well, you're going to have to find someone. But to I, build, you're going to have to build a car at least and have Larry go race it. <laughs> I um, we'll have junk. Don't go, worry, we have Kyo race it for oh, us. Man, we have more ideas oh. for it anyway. <laughs> Brady, you brought, but I was yeah, going to go. Uh, it's okay. We have some Listen, extras. At Jay, my job. Jay, I'm, oh, I have oh my some at goodness. my job because I last Saturday I that spent 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. building those with kids in the Boy Scouts. Hey, you know what? We're going to find out this Saturday. Coming back to your original question so we're going to do a creative session at lucky wheels garage lucky wheels help sponsors are the event through their hard work and um, badass attitude and and just promoting and um, supporting the californian they made the trophies last year and they're gorgeous and they said let's just have people over for a few hours and if they want to build their cars at least get the damn thing started mm-hmm. yeah you know like because i've been looking at this piece of wood for four or five months because I talked to these people about the Pinewood cars a long time ago, <laughs> and I've been just looking at it. I'm like, well, if no one shows up, at the very least, I'll get some work done on my car. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just like, come on over from, like I said, 11 to 2. And ho- I was planning on – now, there's a lot of controversy going on with the track over at Santa Anita. Right. I wanted to talk to you about that. that. I, yeah. We actually held off on talking about this last week because I wanted to ask you about it. Mm-hmm. On tonight's show, mm-hmm. for everybody that's not in SoCal or and especially here in, in LA County, Santa Anita, obviously an esteemed track. It's been around forever. It hosts some of the biggest races. Very uh, historical place. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. It's historical it's and beautiful. It's, and it's not it's like whatever used to be in Hollywood. Remember Hollywood Downs or whatever? I mean, they Hollywood ran. Park. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They ran races, but Santa Anita has hosted like the cup, some of the cup races, right? They've done the Breeders' Cup um, that gets moved around every year. Yeah, um, they haven't done the big, the Triple Crown because obviously. For obvious reasons, because they're at the um, those respective tracks, but um, but it's a very prestigious horse horse racing track, and it has been for a long time. Probably the most prestigious one in Southern California. In Southern California, yeah. for they, sure. They, they, I think they film Sea Biscuit there. Yeah, um, there's a lot of history. I and- took a Sea Biscuit there last year at the Californian. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they okay. Here's the deal: if you're not from around here and, and you don't know the prestige, the prestigious reputation of this track, and you've never heard of Santa Anita. Uh, recently, since December, when they started racing December 26th, the day after Christmas, they start racing again, and they race pretty much all year except for when San Diego's going off. Then they take a break and let San Diego do their thing, and then they're back. Since December 26th, 21 horses have died racing on the track, and people have... uh, They suspended racing indefinitely. Also since December 26th, we've got an incredulous amount of rain for Southern California in general, mm-hmm. but also in the last decade. I mean, we've been in a drought for dang near, you know, 15, for the past 15 years, it's only rained this much, maybe two of those. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering. I felt like it was raining a lot. It was, it was, it was raining oh, quite a bit. Yeah. And so the, the horses may yeah. have had a, adverse reactions. I made that sound like a medical term, but it's actually a physical, uh, the, that, you know, that soil, whatever it is, they 
think it may have been affected by the rain. So they totally took it down, had a soil expert come in, probably paid him a bajillion dollars, relayed it down, and two oh, more a horses. Couple a bajillion. A couple bajillion. A gigajillion oh. uh, for going by 1980s uh, inflation rates. But nonetheless, they indefinitely suspended racing, and they just announced it this weekend. And the first person I thought of was the fabulous uh, talker Brady Walker because I'm wondering what's happening with the Californian. It's an integral part of – the horse racing day that day. I mean, it, it, I, I mean that was my initial intent. I was like, uh, iron horse, meat horse, like exactly. feet from each horse other. Power, where we yeah, yeah. horse power. Yeah. So the event is built around uh, uh, a classic bike show with the surrounding beauty, trying to place the bikes and and uh, so they have um, really nice backdrop to them. Uh, when we do the actual bike show, but also it's pretty neat. I've never, until I met them a few years ago and we started talking about this, I've never been to the track and I'd been in LA for 17 years and I walked in there and I was like, holy crap, the scope of the place is amazing. The history is awesome. The, the engineering view, of the it is view, great. The, the view yeah, is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter right if it's the mm-hmm. dead of summer when it's that dog day, super hot and muggy. It still looks awesome from yeah. sitting in the stands and, um, and I said, we got to do this thing here. Um, and so it's really neat to watch the horses race too. But, you know, it's, it, I'm, I'm really, really torn. There's, uh, <laughs> there's uh, opinions on both sides of the, the animal coin. You know, a lot of people say that this is what these animals want to do. And there's a lot of people who really don't want to see horses die from racing. And the horses aren't dying while they're racing. Everyone's like, oh, the track killed them. It's like, no, the horse sprained its leg and because it is what it is and why it's bred for what it is it's like you gotta put the horse down that's it and it happens all the time that's the little ambulance that follows around at every race and it is very unprecedented the number of animals that have died and i'm sure everyone was freaking out the whole time but um i actually the reason that there's no pictures of me online and i go by various names whether it's steve larry junk whatever Mm -hmm. I outlived my original purpose, and uh, I was supposed to be euthanized, and I'm hiding here in this garage doing this podcast weekly. But I can understand where they're coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yeah. Well, I want to protect you, too. Yeah. Well, I won't tell anyone. Yeah. I mean, even the animal part aside, like, they're very expensive horses. Oh, yeah. And can you imagine? And the other thing is, is like when they first made the announcement a couple of weeks ago when it first started going down, um, because they probably were doing damage control oh, yeah. a oh, yeah. long time before it came out. Yeah. Um, and then it just got crazy real quick. Um, but um, I think that uh, they're, they're very concerned about all of it, and they're, they're uh, really working hard to get it all sorted out, you know? And, it's yeah, it's also a lot of income for, I mean, the, this part of the – county and the oh, towns yeah. and yeah. yeah now does it take away from the californian or were was that your first thought as oh is my event going to get canceled oh, i mean no i actually have been doing this for very very long immediately i, I went into uh uh cost cost <laughs> how much it's going to cost me either way to uh if they for some reason cancel it or there's no horse racing and i said uh eh. I'd probably do better uh, um, on my pocketbook if if the show doesn't happen. <laughs> I'd probably save some money, but uh, <laughs> but I w- was pretty confident. Like my second thought was like, "Are you kidding me? 
this is like you said. You said um, it's big, big money. And yeah. the, and the, the first time they announced it, you probably remember the reactions from a lot of the horse racers were like, "Bullshit! We can't close. We need to practice. This is big time." They canceled some really big races. So, <clears throat> well, for um, them, it's money. I mean, for it's them, it's no, money. It's thousands of dollars for hundreds, hundreds of dollars. Of, yeah. I think that hundreds uh, of dollars. Yeah, I agree. Hundreds yeah. of dollars. But yeah, they're dealing with the water situation. Minute. And you're right. It's been it, for people that haven't been lost. I've been in Los Angeles for almost 20 years and I've only seen a couple other yeah. winters this wet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. Um, it's but, beautiful. Yeah. I have to say it's beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. The air is like so clear. You can actually see the mountains. You can it's see. It's so green. You we drove to Los Olivos oh, this God. weekend and it was green. Oh my God. I can see Sunland. It was like. We're not in uh, Kuwait anymore. Look at yeah. this. It feels I can like see we're... the tweakers in the Inland Empire from here now. Like that's how far you can see. It's crazy. It is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we rolled up to San Luis Obispo up the one, and I was just like, it was just the green. It yeah. was, it was like emeralds. It was yeah. insane. I did. I rode out to the coast uh, last weekend, and I waved to Liza in Santa Cruz. I think she saw me too. You can see. You can literally see. It's beautiful right now, but uh, well, it affected the track. It affected it's the track. Yeah. It's affected other things. When I first came there, because uh, when I did the first show, uh, I was like, oh, well, I had worked with Indian before. I had been doing a few little bit of flat tracking and pretending to race it. But, you know, I hang out with a lot of people who do flat tracking. And um, we were like, well, could we do maybe a little mini flat yeah. track event? Yeah. And I said, what about that big pile of dirt over there in the parking lot? He's like, do you know how much that dirt is worth? <laughs> and I said, really? <laughs> the dirt yeah. he's like there's no way in hell you can yeah. touch that dirt it's a and special I like, crazy awesome. i remember san diego they theirs isn't even real dirt it's like it's, it's like a mixture of yeah, it's so stuff. weird who it's knows stuff. what it is but it's, it's uh, like chopped up tennis balls and old uh dinosaur bones and weird russian cars that have been ground into a base. yeah yeah and it, it really is like it's part rubber i mean it's part recycled tire just to make the horse's feet springier so they're not getting in you know they're yeah. not sustaining these injuries well, it's not it's so not good at, at, can we on either take side, some old leaky motorcycles and run around on this like quarter of a million dollar well per here's the deal i talked with them about this is actually a new development i talked with them and i said well if there's no horse racing going on can we just take our bikes and go out there and ride and they're like, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's but a mile, isn't it? It's over a mile. Yeah, it's oh, way There's yeah. multiple tracks. There's an it's inside, like- there's a practice, super inside practice track. There's a grass track. And then there's the big track. I think the grass track is a mile. So the outside track's like a That's mile and a good. half or yeah. something. Like and they do wow. all different versions on the yeah. racing. It is pretty amazing to see the horses. I was, I was told that. It will definitely be solved by Kentucky Derby Day. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm sure. I'm sure. So That's- I'm confident it will. Uh, the con- California will still happen. And you yeah. know what? We're we're dedicated to moving forward with the event either way. I mean, worst thing comes to worst, we'll just be like, hey, listen, it's closed. We'll just do it in the parking lot and yeah. uh, we'll call the uh, call a beer company and drop throw off some, some kegs. Throw some yeah. bikes up at Lucky Wheels and yeah, <laughs> put the Pinewood race car there. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There we go. So I know Lucky Wheels would have us. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, they had us once. Yeah, they're, they're, they're great about having anybody. What? Um, so what day is the Californian happening on? And let's keep it tentative here, but uh, fingers crossed. And and let's you know we'll go ahead and set this date. What date is it going down? I plan it to be May fourth. 
I actually have some sound effects. I know you won't be able to hear them, but would you like me to do like some cheesy uh, drum roll or bugle oh, or something? Oh, that would be that would be wonderful. <laughs> All right. Well, it turns out that the uh, the the Californian will be happening on May May Fourth. You heard it here first, folks. May Fourth. And it, uh, May Fourth is uh, chosen for the third year. We did it last year on the Kentucky Derby Day. We did it the first year on the Preakness, and um, I like. I think that the Kentucky Derby Day sort of brings a little bit more excitement to it. There's a lot of other stuff going on, but there's thirty thousand people there, yeah. man. It's last insane. year you looked so dapper. You and your partner, oh, you have she to. was just she looked Everyone beautiful. You looked beautiful. To step up, yeah. I'm gonna be racing in Tennessee. Wiggins, I'm gonna get you in a. I'm gonna get you <laughs> in a tux. You in. and not a Canadian tux, an and actual tux. Jay will get you in a tux, not a Canadian tux, <laughs> an actual tux. <laughs> And I'll show I think up it's again. Gotta be, it doesn't have to be that, that crazy. And it's, the, the term dapper has been so overused. It was coined and, um, and well, you know, really developed over the last few years as far as motorcycle riding goes. But it is a pretty good Isn't there a ride called the dapper, the like, dapper man's ride or something like that? It's the dapper, the dapper gappers. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's the dapper um, gentleman. Is that what it is? Gentleman's ride. <laughs> the distinguished gentleman ride. Um, <laughs> I think it has really, uh, taken hold of that word. I'm trying to find another word that means the same damn thing. Right. That means, but it, um, it's flapper like, was a twenties word for like, you know, the goal. Gen- what I suggest to people is look at, an old horse race from the 20s or 10s or 30s and fucking look like that. Listen, there you go. Up yeah. until 19... How do I put that in one word? There's probably a French word for it, and I'll look it up after the show and put it in post-production. <laughs> Every time you said that, I'll drop it in there. It'll be in some other person's Perfect. voice. But <laughs> is it a dapper? Here's the th- yeah, here's the thing is that up until 1960... I'm going to say 67, every damn day people dressed like they did... From 1920, you know, you always had a hat, you always had a coat, you always had trousers. I was watching. I we we don't have um, direct TV. Only or farmers cable. were we exempt. Have, uh, Only farmers. We have our exempt. air, so we get yeah. a ton of this. Uh, oh, me old too. School, I love it. Old school, like you the, watch cozy uh, or TV? just watch uh, oh, just watch Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yeah. Peaky Blinders is good. But yeah, going back to even the stuff where the people are watching. Yes, we get the ch- we get charge. We get uh, oh, cozy. cozy and seeing so the guys funny. from like the the, the Western times. Yeah, they wore enough clothes on the hottest of days. Yeah, like, how were they thinking? I know it was like hobos in Los Angeles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. how can you wear all that? You look stuff? like it's you, so fucking hot. Oh, it's the middle of summer, but you look like you just stepped out of Wisconsin in uh, the, dead of, the dead of winter, right? You're like, damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. You got to wear, um, you know, dress up, dress hot for. If uh, the I was California. homeless in Los Angeles. I mean, damn near shorts na- and flip flops. Listen, loincloth, especially during the fucking summer. A loincloth. That's yeah. pushing it. Well, that's that would, it. I'd probably get picked up by the cops real quick for that. At least with the shorts, I could probably get by for at least a couple weeks. <laughs> What's his? Who who the hell played Tarzan? He got away with it for a while. He actually wore that. Like Tarzan. Remember in the like sixties? I can't remember. His name. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was Conan. Get your Zans right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the Californian. Uh, that's going to be pretty amazing. I would love to give this car away to somebody that's listening right now for souls to slam. Even if you live in Wisconsin between now and the time the Californian happens, there's enough time for me to prize it to you, mail it to you, you build it and mail it back and I will race it in your name. Uh, and, uh, maybe if you want to slap a generous donation down to the Californian and Brady Walker, the sweet talker, that'd be pretty rad. No donation necessary. Sweet. These are the cutest little kits. If you see yeah. on the back, it's S and W crafts. 
I started to do the research on this last year. These are definitely not the Boy, Skate ca- Boy yeah, Scout kits. Nope, I could tell you that. Different, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Crafts has been in business from like the, the mid-50s, and it's a mom-and-pop shop, and he cuts these things up. And I was like, nice. he's right down the street. And he's like number three of selling these things in the world. You're kidding me. Or the country. And, and I was just like, this is totally made to be. You know, It's got to happen now. So it's a cute little kit. They're very affordable. Um, I donate these to you guys, so no donation is, is necessary. Sweet. But it'd be fun to just get some people out there yeah, and see what happens. Sure. And I'm it's a, really I, easy to do. You can just not use hand tools. You yeah. don't have to have mm-hmm. big tools. I plan on taking my son to Lucky Wheels because we just built a Pinewood Derby car for his Boy Scouts troop. Awesome. So I plan on taking him down there and buying a couple of these kits to give to listeners or whatever and uh, just to get people out there. And if you can't make it, I will race it in your name. But it would be hella cool if you did come out. And, it would uh, be cool. Dude, I'm just excited to see something as cool as every, every show's got a coffee cart. Every show has a craft beer or mm. craft beard wax or craft uh, <laughs> invited builder or whatever. I haven't seen a Pinewood Derby yet. No. And you get a race, even if you don't have a racing license, a race bike, or even know how to race, you get a yeah. race. Now everyone can race. Everyone can awesome. race. So this is the awesome, that's what I love about this idea, my friend. That's and, more hooligan than all the hooligan races now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the other thing is to keep in mind for anyone listening out there is that there will be two, um, there's two challenges. There is a design challenge and there is a racing challenge. Nice. We have a 32-foot long course. That is hand built by the owner of SNW Crafts, and um, we'll do the timed races or whatever. It's three cars to at a, at a time through the whole thing. And there's also going to be a design. And I actually stopped by Art Center uh, last Friday and met up with Miguel Galuzzi and um, Alex Earl um, for Alex's class. And he, it's a beautiful place if you've never been up there on the hill over there. Um, between Pasadena, it's in, like yeah, Pasadena. it's oh, rad. Oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. And, Alex Galuzzi, um, a famous former MotoGP racer for the uh, Yoshinaka Suzuki uh, team back in the eight, 1987. <laughs> Sounds no, about right. Miguel Galuzzi, the Ducati designer. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, and Alex Earl, the Alex Earl uh, designer, also kind is, of a Ducati designer. Sort he of. Does. He's yeah. taken that Ducati and done very awesome things with it. But they had me over there, and I talked to their class in an effort to con them and to come play with us too. I'm like, <laughs> listen, this so, is the very thing yeah. to be doing these days. If flat you tracking, <laughs> fuck that. That's flat tracking's washed. It's over, gone. Gone. <laughs> this is what's going to get you high, my friend. Let's go. Is there a, a weight limit, or what's the? Well, there six, are rules. Six on there. ounces. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say six yep. ounces. The Boy Scouts is five ounces. Yeah. The height is like oh, three. This eights, is the adult so one, is... then it's six ounces. Yeah. You but could... there is a design. If you do the design competition, now we're going to use all cars for the design competition. That means for static display and what the car looks like or whatnot. There are some rules, but hell, you could build something crazy out of it. And, you know, we'd be like, well, that looks really neat. And then we will take and run the cars that are of the correct weight limit and spec. Right. Right. Is there like a weigh-in and everything? I'm, I fuck it. So yeah. listen, listen. There's going to be more than five of us there. So, so like, there's even... Whip, 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 whip. All right, race. You know? So everybody listening, there will be a show car class and a race car class. Yes. So if you don't want to race and you do want to be an invited builder, you're invited now. Yes. And uh, make something sweet be a creative writer yeah, and make a, a month and a half i'm gonna do mine in three hours <laughs> what's the date? The day. What's i thought you were gonna swear to god what's the date may 4th may 4th. the event for the race is may 4th we're doing the creative thing this saturday um the 16th march 16th i'm just trying to get people to start it because maybe if we have five to ten people sh- actually show up and then they actually start on it 
Um, I'm next thinking year they'll maybe be they'll actually have the card yeah. done in time in the next, you know, three <laughs> oh, right. months or whatever. Um, <laughs> this is going to sit on my shelf for like, <laughs> right? You'll be like, oh, the race is tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> it'll show up as a wood block and it'll just say like natural on the top or something. Like, oh, natural. I'm all, this is my concept. You would think the host of a show called Creative Writing would build something super cool. Nope. And then just cut it real low and then build it up with cardboard i was gonna uh, that's my mo look at all my yeah. then just put stained like the band on here oh yeah and, and then oh, it, that it's, would it's be a play wonderful. on words and a concept oh my god you can spill some coffee on it too oh, I this deserve, is interesting I how the axle goes on so we're gonna oh, have to check out their too. website and see what they say yeah there's some tips and tricks on the old snw um, it's a different different way to do it it, it uh, almost looks like you could wedge a swisher suite in there too so i already have some design dude, cues that i'm probably gonna, do make it like a little uh, holder for some grass in there don't, like a joint holder don't and it would flip, all <laughs> and flip it you'd be like do you smoke? there you go don't give away just tell people it's incense and it can burn as it goes down the track if you did like an air duck through it would just burn it oh, even better yeah geez. these are substantially i'm gonna have to be a monitor on that right <laughs> yeah these are substantially fatter too i already see a uh size a rocket for a model rocket fitting in the back of this baby uh, i would it says I, no starting propulsion it doesn't Listen, say that in these i think there will be a uh, uh style points um award and <laughs> right. even if the car looks really really neat someone who blows the car up literally that style to yeah me. oh an unlimited class could be super cool it, dude it is a block of wood imagine if you just called yours duraflame and then just like soaked it in lighter fluid and put a rocket engine in. oh and then lit it and it went down the hill <laughs> i already see my mate i'm gonna tell my son tonight look what i got you buddy We're, i got an idea da- this will be daddy's car um, so yeah, oh and, and God, if you need hilarious. if you need a reminder for this, and if you're if you're wanting to come, if you're from another state and you want to contact us, hit creative writing podcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Um, I can send you I can send you a car, or you you just tell me how you want this thing to look. We'll do it creatively together. But check out no, Ramming Speed Racing. Send him the fucking car. I'll, no, I'll send them the car for sure. But maybe okay. some people are too dumb to read. This is how creative much do writing. those kits usually go for? A thousand dollars. The retail on that's them what's really selling, holding I think people about back. Six bucks. Not bad. And six we're bucks. selling them online for a little bit more, so we can pay for the trophies. I'll tell you what. Do they have to be that specific kid? Or yes. Okay. So you have to get the kits from me, right? And you have to get the kits from me too. I'm going to buy every patron one, so I'm going to come with the sixty dollars and give you. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. That is intense. But even though six times six is not 60, I was trying to see if you knew your math. I'm going to bring $36 to you, you (laughs) rip-off artist. (laughs) I see how this works. I see how you're funding this race. Well, the way that it works, and some people don't realize this, but the way that it works is like it's fun to like have everyone pay and someone win the big prize rather than Brady pay for it all. And everyone gets a small prize and Brady gets a low prize. That's true. So, but yeah, no, 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 I'll definitely match that if, if we actually I'm just um, hoping that we have some people show up and do it now that I hear that you're going to be here you're going to have to come Dude. and uh, and play with us and um, yeah I'll definitely show up too and me and my girlfriend I'm, uh, down yeah. for that. I'm already you're looking at how to cheat car. you're going to have to get it done and that's more than acceptable I think I'm going to lower it, excited about it and they're gonna put a diffuser on it if you hear it's heavy breathing over there, it's Wiggins looking up like YouTube oh, videos yeah. of how to make this thing already, go Mach 12. <laughs> this one's a different kit, so I gotta, but I still know some of the tricks. I'm thinking Dremel tool. 
Do you oh, also yeah. sell the weights, or can is it just put pennies um, or dude? Use yeah, whatever. This, the, the website sells everything you need okay. to do whatever you want. We're gonna have a forty-five and got tips car. and tricks in the whole nine yards. <laughs> Chris um, is going to take a six dollar car, turn it to twenty five dollars, <laughs> melting mercury in it and stuff. I think that would be awesome, and yeah, I think that there are some tricks to get it to uh, do what it. And I'm, there's got to be a, there's so much on the internet. I was blown away because I was like, eh, vintage derby car. I really want my car to look like a vintage one with you know the back scoop like like a yeah. It just makes it just looks so fucking cool. Yeah. And some of the old ones that you look up and you're just like, oh fuck, I could do that because they didn't have all the stuff we had today. I'm like mm-hmm. hacksaw, mm-hmm. sanding block. That's it. Yeah, yeah there's a damn yeah. thing. There's a lot of easy YouTube on like how to build them, like tricks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, some sanding and a hacksaw for the most yeah. part. And you can do Oh, and my grandpa used to have this old drill that you had to crank like that you had to hold yep. the top steady and like yeah. crank the handle around. I guess so those at a, my, an old at my drill. Job. Yeah. yeah. Anyone with a wood, woodworking shop would have a oh my way God. benefit. But there oh was a few God. people on the old social media stuffs that um, I saw people tagging each other's friends and I started stalking yeah. and found out they were big time designers with C and C dudes and mm. oh my and god you're gonna see some stuff gnarly like, stuff. Yeah, I guess well I've got one order so far. So one authentic order that I've actually had and I mailed out today because I just got the kits the other day. So yeah. uh, nice. we'll, we'll hopefully we'll have some a decent turnout at Lucky Wheels. If you're in the LA area and you want to come down, it'll be a good time and uh, we were hoping to do a ride over to the track I don't know if it'll be open or if it's closed, but uh, we'll maybe just do a ride around the block. Instead. Yeah, it's a pretty view. Any any ride would be great. Uh, if people want to buy these, where do they go? Do they go to Lucky Wheels this weekend? Can they buy them from you? They're online right now at thecalifornian.us, and uh, that's www.thecalifornian.us. That stands um, for the World Wide Web. That's the World Wide Web. The Californian. <laughs> Um, dot United States dot US. We had to pick that one because someone already had the California dot com. They were trying to get you to pay extra for it. They wanted like a million dollars. We're like, hell yeah. to the no. <laughs> and uh, you can go there and check that out. And at Lucky Wheels, you'll save a few bucks because I don't have to put them in a priority mailer, which is now up to seven dollars. Yeah, it is. I already mail on the lowest fucking fee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why when so each one of these goes out. Yeah. Oh, with that, insurance, it's eleven. That's why every mm. time someone wins something from one of our dumb show competitions, I'm just like, you've got it. You it know, takes, a, it takes know, a month of our Patreon. Yeah, you know, I do this in the garage, right? Like, damn. Uh, but yeah, so check that out. And um, I'm, I'm, I really am legitimately going to buy a couple of these. Uh, and then if you live in another state, um, I will. FedEx it to you. I'll send my carrier pigeon. He'll probably get there faster than FedEx. Um, but you can do it and mail it back in time for the California. We got you. Got some time. You got some time. Get on. I got to uh, send a box to Corey this week anyway. Uh huh. So we should send him one. Yeah, Dude. he's a, he's an engineer. He can overthink. Oh my it. god. Yeah. That would be yeah, fun. You're going to have a bunch of cars that are and way then, overthought. I've seen what Singsime did to his drag bike, so he should definitely build mm-hmm. one. I think like the WIR top 10 guys should all challenge themselves. That'd be sick. It is a drag race I down would the track. That right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think they should just, it's going to cost them a someone. few bucks to get them out there. Larry can send them all to one person. They can all go to Singsime's garage. Our, our mailman, Jim, will send them. Yeah. He'll, Jim Handybone will send them all out to uh, be Wisconsin. Awesome. 
one location next meetup you guys have it'll be an excuse to get together mm-hmm. they're doing the frozen snot ride in the 32 degree weather i think this weekend awesome. so they're all going to be meet everyone in wisconsin awesome. with motorcycles meets up but yeah. see there's already people out in wisconsin now i followed someone on instagram just from one of the motorcycle dudes and they were doing their car night and i was like holy shit what are you guys doing? He's like, we're just bored as hell. It's cold outside. Yeah. And we've been doing this. And I was like, awesome. And so they were racing and drinking and uh, out in the garage. And yeah. so yeah. normally it, they ice fish and uh, hunt for sheep in Wisconsin. But not right now it's even too cold for sheep. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, hey, listen, we're going to take a really quick break. I want to show Brady this bike. We're going to come back. We're going to roast a bike. And then Jay's got a little action she wants to let us in on. But we'll come back to you with the uh, a repeat of these details at the end of the show. And follow Brady. You can check him out at bradywalker.com. You can check out the californian.us. You can follow him on Ramming Speed Racing. And if you're in SoCal, if you're not in SoCal, if you're anywhere in the Southwest, uh, Willow Springs is basically – uh, reachable for you, whether you're in NorCal, Nevada, Arizona, SoCal, uh, northern, southern, northern Mexico, Hawaii. Ho- uh, Hawaii, even yeah, pretty much. And um, check out some of the events that he's going to be putting on throughout the year. Just follow him on Ramming Speed Racing. It's going to be really bitching. And we're going to hit a little bit of a. Um, we're going to take a little break. That's what I'm trying to say. We're going to take a little break right now, and we're going to show Brady this bike, and we'll come back and roast it. All right, we take a break. Hey there, this is patron Matt from My Motorbike Obsessions. I'm currently coming at you from Tokyo, and you're listening to the Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast, probably because you ran out of all the other podcasts to listen to, and you really dig motorcycle haiku. Later. Hey, Junkie, uh, MotoG Pete here from the Nokomoto Podcast. I thought I'd just give you a call. Our analytics data for the podcast, it's kind of changed up. I was checking our numbers, you know, to see if that ad spot had done anything for us yet. But all of a sudden, like, my screen is frozen. In fact, my whole, like, computer is locked up, and it's just showing me a big picture of a pickle. Um... I'm wondering if maybe you had any similar issues going on with your data. Um, but, uh, hold on. Someone's at the door. Hey, everyone. This is Liza from the Motorcycles and Mystics podcast. And when I am getting a root canal or something else really just painful and shitty, I like to listen to the Creative Writing Podcast because the best way to fight pain is with pain. All right, everybody. We haven't done this in quite a while, and I'm, I'm glad we got Brady Walker. Chris and I tried to do this in the past, and we failed miserably. It was bikes for Chris and Junkie, maybe one. And uh, 
we had we had only successfully roasted an SV650 when we had Diggs and Ghost and Ty and Jacks from Lucky Wheel and us all in the same room. And to roast an SV650 shouldn't be that hard, right? Am I right, <laughs> yeah, Jay? I think right, mine Jay? needs to get roasted. <laughs> the flying banana. I definitely could get a roast on mine for sure. She'll have her turn if you would, if you so like. <laughs> now listen, this isn't every bike. It's not every 650 SV650. It was that 650. So. We're coming to this from a safe place, but this is also a place of intervention. <laughs> and I think tonight's bike needs an intervention, but first it needs an intro song. So let's hear the Roast My Bike theme that we haven't got to play in quite a while. If ugly bikes were a crime, you'd be in jail. Yours should be cool, but it's an ultimate fail. You think your ride's awesome, it's a huge piece of shit. That's only my opinion, but it's totally pretty cool that you got a cameo from kenny from south park in that (laughs) (laughs) which part sounded like kenny just the little last thing oh i thought kenny mumbled into his jacket hood yeah okay maybe it's just someone else from south park i don't know who it was (laughs) just impressed you got him yeah (laughs) so listen tonight's bike comes to us from one of jay's good friends who actually gave us permission to roast it which was his first mistake shout out to jay actually i'm sorry my bad his first mistake was making this bike his second mistake (laughs) was letting us roast it jay can you tell us who this is it's a friend of yours from instagram uh, my buddy on instagram jeremy and he's a mechanic and he i believe moved out to new mexico so i've been talking back and forth so he's in New Mexico? Yeah. Good, because I just don't want him to work on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Uh, Zingo. Yeah, I looked at his feed. He he deals with a lot of stuff on a daily basis, working on people's cars that come in. Oh, my God. Some of the stuff that he shows on his Instagram that people actually drive around in. Yeah, he's a master mechanic. I he's got he, a lot of skills. Yeah, he does. I don't know if well, it translates to the bike world. It doesn't. A, you're right. <laughs> B, I think he's taken all that pain and depression that he suffers and that he feels from other people and he put it into this bike uh, because this bike – at first I thought it was a Kawasaki because I was like, oh, I recognize that rear footrest. But then I was like, wait, this also looks like a Yamaha Virago. I think it's a shaft It also looks like the footrest is like welded to the side of the case there. Uh, Oh, yeah, the front one for sure, yeah. And the the piece of rebar that he used for the side stand sure does the trick on this baby. That's gorgeous. Um, Falls theme. I wonder if he's into bondage because he sure likes chains and pain because looking at this thing hurts hurts just to look at it. The rear fender is like... There's, it doesn't function as a fender. Same with the front fairing. Wait, you mean like it's like it's like wait, a framework, but then there's nothing to actually stop water he or uses stop his mind wind. to block air as it's passing through there. He just takes because the chains it, off and he whips a, it back and forth. He, there's like a magical ride field. Did you ever see that? Uh, what was that? Um, that movie mind. with the guy Ghost Rider, and he gets on the bike and oh. the bike turns to flames. Maybe when he gets on his bike, it actually turns becomes something flame. better or something better than this. Because yeah, I like the uses his mind to block the wind because you're right. <laughs> uh, you know what and there is lots of chains on it i've seen fewer chains on trucker tires going through the snow this winter actually mm. like I this just, is it would be a bummer to like crash and have your bike spin around and hit you maybe uh, you know yeah, i feel like you'd be impaled by multiple objects yeah. hey guys maybe <laughs> maybe he did this to this thing 
to this thing. Isn't I don't is it a motorcycle? Maybe he did that because it got stolen so many times. He just was like, "Fuck it, fuck I'm welding no chains." Touch it. I'm welding chains to it so I can chain my chains to it, and no one will dare touch this. I'm trying to imagine the no vibration. Will, that I can change my chains to the chains. <laughs> you know what's you know what's sadder than using a Folgers can as a headlight is using a chock full of nuts can for a headlight, and that's <laughs> clearly what he's done here. That chock full of nuts can right well, there. On he the said front. he's a mechanic, but it looks like this poor bike had crap all over itself and he, it's just like it's just so dirty and nasty the poor bike i think it just shat itself it was so sad well it definitely looks like it burns through oil about I, I every five feet i can't believe no feet. one's mentioned the sissy bar oh i was you know, <laughs> I, hate, I like that part I that makes the most sense of the whole yeah. fucking bike myself that, I, that does it for me i was, I was i didn't want to really roast it because i love that part. I, I was working from the front to the back and there's just so much to say it before yeah, i, I was, get there I didn't even get to that second half. <laughs> now here's the other thing is there any there's no in so, sort of seat at all on that's this bike. what i so yeah he's sitting right like on that's the, what i'm uh, saying this this bike is all about pain and suffering so i think it's he's taking his experiences that he sees working on people's cars every day all the terrible terrible (laughs) things that mechanics have to see you know when the guy comes in with half the wheel missing and cords showing and he's like just do my free brake inspection and they're like okay but just lube my tires bro (laughs) maybe he even knows it's so bad he doesn't want to ride it so he's like it doesn't need a seat no i think i think you're right i think you're on to something i think this is his own personal like sadomasochist yeah Yeah, and he's like this is what you get he's i have to deal with what i have to deal with on a daily basis (sighs) i definitely think he used to live here in la right because he definitely stole part of the watts towers to make (laughs) that rear end. Uh, just looking that's at that's very yeah, that's very true. Maybe maybe all that center section is some sort of transmitting equipment. Like you know, he <laughs> transmits from there to the alien race that he's yeah, dude, that, back that rear sissy bar is definitely functions moron. as an aerial of some sort. Oh, I think I see a coax plug in for an old C B cable there in the back. I, like that's not a brake cable, that's a RCA cable, bro. <laughs> the, dude. <laughs> the fuck? And it's a shaft drive, so at least he doesn't have a chain to lube but i'm well, telling you that's why he had the chains he, left over he, from that right. it was a conversion he went to he went to here's his first mistake he converted it from a cool bike yeah. to a shit bike here <laughs> did you say shit bike he he he's a mechanic he's an auto mechanic not a bike mechanic so when oh. he went to autozone and asked for a chain and they looked up this bike and they realized it had a shaft they're like dude just sell him some of the chains <laughs> But we don't sell chain. Dude, we have some 18-wheeler trucker chains <laughs> for the snow. Chains. Yeah, and towing chains. Go get them and sell Go them a damn chain. The chain. And then when he came back and said it didn't fit, they gave him a bigger one. Because if you look, there's different gauges of chains on there. And eventually he went home and he just put them where I he think thought he, they were. It looks like his inspiration for the whole thing came when he got home and he realized he had been duped. He just started beating the bike with the chain <laughs> and came up with this wonderful idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, this is perfect. One show. Here I come. I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, well, I was going to say, uh, there El you go. El Solitario yeah. has nothing on me. <laughs> El Solitario took a shopping basket and made their bike out of it. I'm going to take chains. I'm going to take chains. Listen, I, what, he, what it looks like is that he made a jig for everything and then just didn't buy sheet metal for it. So that's half of his problem there. So you know what? We're probably overthinking this. He's probably just on his way to making this thing happen. This is just the beginning <laughs> This is, these are jigs. Right. Five percent of the finished. 
products. This you is know? basically just jigs oh. for where the sheet metal goes. I feel such a, like such a dick now, man. I bet you that bike weighs a lot more with all that metal on there. Too. <laughs> I bet you that thing is a hog, the poor little thing. Dude. Imagine in the summer how oh. it heats up. Oh, it'd be like driving on a roaster. When they when they also sold him eighteen cans of chain lube and he has a shaft drive he just went home and squirted it all over the bike and that's why it's all goopy they're like you need to lube your chain and yeah. he didn't even know what the He's he all, doesn't dude, have a chain in the back wheel why, so he doesn't even fucking know yeah that's why and the he whole just started motor spraying it with anything <laughs> the, he could find well the goop's the, for the rust it's rust preventative there you go yeah, he probably used some of that uh, navel jelly on that shit, shit but just he left even it on sprayed there. the front tire with a bunch of gre- grease <laughs> That's yeah. That's I, I bet you that's Pam too. I bet you they don't even sell chain lube mm. at an auto parts store. They just wrapped up <laughs> Pam and they're like, oh, "Hey, Lenny, make a quick label real fast on the printer," and it just says chain lube. And yeah, because if that maybe you know what, maybe those forks are pretty big. Maybe that's all a fork seal has blown, and that's what's all over the engine. <laughs> uh, Eighteen years of fork fork oh, oil. Yeah, no, that bike is definitely fork. I don't know. Hey, sure. would anybody here ride this? I'd read it. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen my crappy bike, my oh. Harley? <laughs> Jay, is I'm this- sure we would do it. I've never, ri- I've never met a motorcycle I couldn't ride, and I never <laughs> motorcycle I didn't want to ride. Well, this one I don't want to really want to ride. <laughs> but if I was, just if to I say, was you dared, survived. It's a survival task. <laughs> if you'd say. If you ride it, I'll give you a beer. I'd be like, ride sure. Ride that okay. bike on the 101 Listen, during ooh. rush hour. Dude, I that used to have a 78 GS1000. That was the beginnings of what this thing was, except that was an inline four, and that thing was a hunk of shit. In the tires, I drove it. It was my first modern bike, 78 GS1000. Just imagine what I was driving before that. And <laughs> that thing was a hunk of shit. I remember trying to like carve in the canyons and almost go flying off to my death because I had no clue what I was doing. Tires were just old donuts. Oh, like yeah, this yeah, I think crap. this bike should come to California because lane splitting on that thing, you would yeah. just Listen, clear you're gonna, the road. You're, well, I was no, going to say you're going to Until you got hooked up on the side of a semi. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just look back and just drag you along. Towing three cars behind you. I was going to say this would take out every mirror. <laughs> Oh, no. And and a couple bridges. Look at that fucking sis, that sissy bar. Oh yeah, boy, oh boy, he would be. Uh... He's like, can I park in this parking structure? And they're all sure. And then he's like, I have to wheelie through it though in order to get the See, sissy bar. See, the good bar thing about done. the sissy bar, you can go camping. You got s'mores. You got the. Oh the, damn! Throw what do you do? You can just throw, uh, Also, if you're camping, you marshmallows just marshmallows on there. Put a pig right on that. Just <laughs> yeah. Put a whole pig right on the back and roast that. I thought you were going to say you'll never not have cell service because you're obviously going to charge your phone on that thing, and that's like. Oh uh, yeah, I a, wouldn't want to ride that through a lightning storm yeah that's true maybe that's why there's no <laughs> seat the real maybe rider. it's pretty exciting the real ghost rider <laughs> guys this bike is so ugly i can't roast it anymore <laughs> i know well i've laughed very hard i'll tell you that much it says i never put a headlight on the 81 yamaha virago so that literally is a chock full of nuts can on there <laughs> holy shit dog well listen uh, Jeremy, your bike really sucks, and uh, we probably got another bike. I hope. I don't think so. <laughs> oh no, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Joe? So Jeremy, you have the potential to get a Pinewood Derby car. 
call him, call us yeah, up. Thank you, Jeremy. Joe, I don't think you can fuck that up. But then again, looking at this we bike, any, you can make anything. It'll have a bunch of little tiny like chainsaw chains <laughs> on it. Yeah, It'll just be chains, just like if he piles chains on. <laughs> as long as it's only six car. ounces, buddy. As long as it's only six ounces. It'll be six hundred sixty-six ounces. All right. Well, that was roast my bike, and that was actually a lot of fun. And uh, everyone, don't don't build a bike like Jeremy. No, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so we're gonna take another quick, real quick break, and uh, I'm gonna get a beer, hopefully a hand job, and uh, we'll be right back. So hang on, hang I'll on to your horses. Talk about that. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Listeners, this is Patreon subscriber Narissa coming to you from inside my helmet in the land of beer and cheese, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You're listening to the Creative Writing Podcast because you're obviously ridiculously good looking. All right, we are back. We roasted a bike and honestly, that bike deserved it. <laughs> and now we're going to get on. Jay has some stuff she wanted to talk about a little bit tonight, but... Uh, I, um, roasting Jeremy's bike was one of them. Thank you, Jay, for bringing his bike to our attention. <laughs> and, uh, God, if I, if I never see that bike again, it'll be the best day of my life. Well, to, to, um, tail off of that, uh, Rob from Robbers and Bobbers, somebody on Instagram that I follow, he does some really nice twisted metal stuff. And maybe Jeremy should talk to Rob, mm-hmm. <laughs> throw and a little bit of style on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would definitely uh, uh, take it up a notch. Go as a quick climbing onto your grandma's roof and pulling the aerial down and making sissy bars out of it. Get some twisted metal. <laughs> uh, also, uh, awesome video game of the 90s or oh, early 2000s. No. Twisted yeah, Rose. Early 2000 game. Twisted, twisted metal. metal. <laughs> um, and so. Uh, that leads us to the the last part of the show. Did you want to say anything about Robs and Bobbers anymore? Any oh no, I just want to say thank you to him. He uh, sent me a couple keychains from some of the stuff, the work that he's been doing. So uh, check out his work if you want a sissy bar. Right, <laughs> cool. With some style. Right, cool. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, you know DIY, the DIY thing and Lucky Wheels. Uh, if it's going to be so cool to go to Lucky Wheels and see this slot car race because it's such a fun place to go uh, for events and just to go check out the amenities that they have there. If you're a DIY, if you even need to fix your bike, you can do like an hourly. Got everything. Yeah, it's either like a day Jack pass. Jack and Ty or- are such hard workers <laughs> and uh, the whole the whole crew over there. And the nicest Hollywood guys. Billy and the whole, and yeah. they are sweet and they've been busting ass. And they, I was similar when I was their age because they're just, they're a few years younger than me. But they are consistently just working their nuts off. Yeah. And they still have the energy to do it. I remember when I was throwing camp outs and craziness and they're doing their stuff. And um, I can feel that I'm just, you know, over the hump from, yeah. you know, those days. Boy, we used to have a lot of fun. But their uh, White Lightning show is bad to the bone. Mm-hmm. And But their passion for everything and just just showing up and doing it, man. They're, yeah. they, they're, I've seen them wrecked before. and They get there and they're still doing it. They used to come out and do the... Um, when we did the flat track stuff and the mini bike weirdness, and we brought the lights mm-hmm. back to Willow Springs, uh, it's called the um, what's the speedway out there? The um, yeah, just oh, the, fl- the Walt, flat track, Walt, Walt James, James Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did it. We called it uh, 
classic track night, or I forget what we called. It was that the was Lucky the Carnival Wheels. of Speed, wasn't it? No, mm. that was it. Was the year it before, was before that? Speed. Yeah, it was called the Lucky Wheels. Coined it. It was the Super Fool again. Oh with the mini yeah, bike yeah, races. Yeah, yeah. And we had all the mud in the water truck. It was 120 fucking degrees during the day, like so hot, like you just want to melt. And just as the sun started to go down, we kicked everything off, and everyone's out flat track practicing. And we do interludes of mini bike games. And Jack like mastermind the whole thing. We had flaming flames. We had mud pot. We, yeah. It was just su- such a perfect thing. And uh, I always admired the hard work they put into that and just the creativity and just out there busting ass. So Yeah, I love talking to those guys. I talked to Ty a while back about, um, I think it was the first night when me and you went there to meet Diggs and Ghost there. I, mm. I pulled Ty aside later and I was like, hey, Ty, could we do like a, would it could it would it be possible to do like a dad joke stand up like open mic night like here that'd be funny do like a mystery science theater but with old I'm, shitty biker movies I think he'd be like sure well he did and he's like I mean yeah. how would that go over and I was like probably bad because dad jokes <laughs> suck like that's the whole point of it so he was like yeah I mean I don't know how that would go over and I was like oh. I think you're right but I think it's a terrible idea um, also I thought mystery science theater style of old like bike exploitation films would be fun. And stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they're actually. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we we have a projector here, and I just saw that Lucky Wheels is doing. Uh, they're movie bringing night. back bike movie night, yeah. so they're doing Rumble Good. in the Bronx like this weekend or next weekend, um, and then they're bringing they're doing that Cars and Coffee every second Sunday. Was it Otis Redding that said Easy Like Sunday Morning? Is that Marvin Gaye? Uh, no, but but Lucky Wheels and Jack <laughs> is Easy Like every second Sunday morning, and that's when you go down there for Cars and Coffee. Um, lots of fun fun stuff. I'm glad for the ramming speed stuff too you just you have such a fun vibe um this year though nobody's doing this one except for ba moto the ba moto drag race i want to go do that this year are you going to do that this year if you get a I, chance? if they do that again yeah. oh boy i've been doing it for a few years Dude, that's that always like so much fun yeah. oh, i bleed every year <laughs> i bleed every Dude, year i see some of the crashes and i'm like what the oh vague. well it usually um we're usually uh f- fully into it by that point we start early and uh, work up into yeah. it this yeah. year. I crashed hard last year on the pink um, Raz that I had because it's two front brakes. Oh, nice. And I had to reach over with my um, my right hand to grab a beer that someone was passing me, and I hit the brake on the left, which is the front. And I mean – Smacked down, right down yeah. in a dress, and my whole left side <laughs> of my body just just shreds off yeah. in about thirty feet of the that, pavement. I, you say dress, I say moo moo. That thing that was, was a moo moo, yeah, and I didn't really, I didn't really go the extra mile with that. I, I would put more into the motorcycle than my outfit because I I could never pass. I'd be the ugliest uh, ugliest woman. I, I, I can't even <laughs> even try. But uh, I've been there's a couple out. of those BA Moto guys yeah. that uh, they're very successful with their outfits. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, that, that sure. was so much fun. They didn't yeah. even need much help with it. Yeah. They, they just could put on a hat, and that would have been like, oh, hey. Baby. I think I'm going to start doing like an intermittent fasting and trying to do, do a 90 day shred because I want to I want to do that this year, and, and I want to fool people when i walk in there i want them to think it's rue junkie when i walk in there <laughs> although rupaul is not fooling anybody well they usually change the theme every year so you might not get your opportunity for many more moons i don't friend. care what they do it this year i'm going in a dress okay that's perfect it could be werewolves i'm going in a dress that is the attitude they like yeah they'll be like what the what the hell's wrong yeah. with that guy all so right so if you're in socal this year there's gonna be plenty of fun stuff happening wigs you have something coming 
coming up too uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, I have a race March 30th at Paris Flat Track. Go, Chris. The uh, rain date for the Veggie Plate Classic. Um, Got some cool prizes lined up. And then I have another race April 13th at Kern County in conjunction with uh, John Oaks's car show. They're actually like having the legit cast of Dukes of Hazard. What? And Listen, I loved that show as a kid. I can play that song on guitar, and I can tell you, is it uh, Catherine Turner? Is she going to be there? Is that Daisy Duke? Mm-hmm. As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. There. And then uh, and so Bo Duke, <clears throat> Luke Bo Duke, Duke I'm there. and Uncle Jesse. That was their real names. Uncle Jesse's got to be dead. Yeah, he probably is. Denver um, Kyle, yeah, he passed, he passed away. Quite, yeah, he passed yeah, away. The, um, Uncle Jesse. So John's little races that he does, I say little, were uh, anything called Hooligan Dirt Dash. So we did one in Sturgis a while ago, like the Four Corners Rally in Colorado last year. Um, He did that. He's done a couple Texas ones. So he was doing this car show, and I'm like, I sent him a text, and I was like, hey, you're doing a car show at Kern County. Do you have the whole facility rented? And he's like, yeah, why? And I'm like, why aren't we having a hooligan race too? So, of course, he's like, well, you're kind of in charge of it. I was like, well, <laughs> that's why. shit. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's cool, though. We got Steve Evans that actually technically does all of my events. I don't really do anything. Um, I'm smarter than to try to take on those responsibilities. Work smarter, not harder. That's yeah. what they say about promoting. Right, Brady? Right, Brady? Uh, that was coined by... Um, uh, it was Abernathy Tailfeather who originally coined that <laughs> back in 1903. <laughs> and uh, Brady Walker's taking credit for it in t- 2019. No, that was Uncle Scrooge. Oh. Uh, work yeah. smarter, not not harder. Was that from <laughs> Perfect Strangers? <laughs> Anyways. And then um, <laughs> still working out some details on that one. And then another one um, the night before the Sacramento Mile. Ooh. So if anyone's going up to the Sacramento Mile on Friday night at the Lodi Cycle Bowl, um, there will be some pro classes too, but we're going to do a hooligan class um, presented yeah. by SoCal Hooligans also. And so. any CBD distributors or uh, sponsors that want to come on for that at the – I know Sacramento is a hotbed for CBD. It's yeah. a hotbed for illegal weed, so it's got to be a hotbed <laughs> for CBD. Hey, I think uh, CBD needs to get in hooligan. I think that's the, I think the so gateway, too. man. Yeah. I think there's a couple kind of sponsoring a couple guys, but it uh, should be CB- someone needs to really set me up. Yeah. I've crashed uh, uh, many times pretending to flat track before, and I could have used CBD back uh-huh. then. Oh, yeah. I had to use regular old weed. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sucks, right? <laughs> Just if I could have some techno- technological weed to help me out. Yeah, right? <laughs> they, they need this shit. It's not easy. Yeah. I and just- uh, if all goes well... April 7th, I'll be at the Classic Track Days at Willow Springs. Yeah. Who's putting that on, your bag. I'm putting that on with my (laughs) friends, Russ, Heath, Scott, and Brian, and Dave. We uh, we have so much fun out there. I I keep telling you to bring your stupid bike out. Yeah, I He's got this thing sitting there, too, and I'm like, man, That would be a great track day bike. First one's free. It's like cocaine. I was going to start playing a song. Then you come back. You already hooked. You already knew it. I know, right? Listen, the classic track days. Even do even doing the taste of the track, doing it on Spamla. That's the only way Spamla could have done it because. (laughs) There's not a race class for under 50 mile Hello. an hour bikes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and do you know what's going to be cool? I should give a shout out real quick to this uh, 
this guy, John Fulmer, he's out in the Antelope Valley. He's been trying to get his little uh, motorcycle uh, mini bike games. Like he wants to get a whole professional rig going and everything. And I'm like, I've done that. We do mini bike races at the Classic Drag Day. Um, but he's really like way into it. And he's going to bring out some stuff because he's been working on this like uh, like a science project for years and years and years trying to perfect it and not really doing it. And I'm like, I know he's done it a couple times, but I'm like, listen, we're going to have a bunch of fuckers out there on Saturday night. I've got the banquet of ramming speed banquet of champions going off. So that means that the beer is free and the, and the grub is free. Mm-hmm. So hopefully everyone will come out and play, but he's going to bring all of his um, crap with him. He's going to feature three different kinds of races that he's got, including a tug of war thing, this other mailman thing. And we'll, we'll get some mini bike stuff going that afternoon. Cause I think it, sun goes Listen, down like what at type seven. of mini bikes. We talking like the we're talking kind? anything small. Yeah. No, no. Also any, any kind of small weird bike. He's even saying oh that God. he's proven, with his mini bike games that you can have a full size bike and still not get beaten in some of these games versus the certain rider on a small bike. Listen, so hmm. there's going to be some interesting shit going down. And he actually requested if someone would bring out a bike that they don't mind crashing on the ground <laughs> because it just gets his butt kicked. Maybe that could be Spamla. Dude, Spamla does not mind. Uh, Did you need uh, to bring it then? As long as he doesn't mind that she's a 250 with secretly 732 horsepower. Because <laughs> I myself have been working on Spamla since I've owned her for about 15 years now, and she's my science project. I was just out at Paris this weekend, and I gotta tell you, there was a dude with a pull start bike in the hooligan class <laughs> ripping what? it up. Yeah, dude, this guy was like passing 750s and stuff. So I've seen the magic that these dudes could work. I listened to Joe's mini bike reunion podcast as okay. well. And that guy, they were talking about Oh, those guys. Power. I went to that mini bike reunion once and oh. they had a dyno out there for yeah. some of these. And it's, they're all geeks on pull starts. Listen. I went to the show and I brought Caroline's, yeah. the little cowie oh, yeah, chopper. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this thing's going to win the whole fucking thing. A 1971 G3SS turned into a fucking mini chopper. And not even one person, one person batted their eye. They're like, is that a Honda? And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And uh, <laughs> all of them are into the pull starts start shit and these other really super like little mini trails and stuff and they've got them dude turbos yes and like tens of horsepower yeah and i'm like huh and they have their dyno it's like i'm like what's that a busa yeah my 40 cc coleman yeah yeah like what dude they have the boonie bike class at flat out friday there's a Someone's got a water-cooled boat motor, <laughs> and they had to hook up some kind of water pump and a radiator, but it's pull start, and that's the only rule for yeah. that class. Dude, wow. Kevin turned me on to Joe's mini bikes because he's like, listen, because they do ground – Kevin, especially at Steady Garage right down the street beers, here, yeah. Steady is like four minutes away. They're probably less than a mile. Um they specialize in Groms, and they swap the uh, CB300 motors into the Groms. They look factory. It looks so beautiful. But they're like, well, you know, we do smaller stuff. We started smaller stuff. We do a lot of ruckus, slammed ruckuses. There's a lot of that But if you're too. talking about mini bikes, you got to check out Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. I've heard of it before, but I'd never gone. And I checked out his podcast and pictures of his show, and they were talking about like some, you know, 25 horse, which is what you get with like a – what the SR500. pro? Yeah, I was gonna say like what the pro motocrossers are doing it. You know, on the on the uh, you know, there's pro racers with like yeah. 25 horsepower bikes jumping triples, and these little like 25 cc bikes have that much stuff. And so it's no joke. I'm in, I'm interested. You piqued my interest now. I went dude. to it. I was um, introduced to it by my mechanic, who's one of their sponsors over at Campbell Automotive, and um, they're up there. The location is pretty neat because not many people go up to La Crescenta. 
or um, what, what are those other towns up yeah, there? Yeah, it's that's like where on it that is. side of the hill. Yeah. Um, uh, um, he's La like Cunada, Sun, Flint Sun, Ridge, and yeah, that kind Sunland. of shit. Sunland. I think it's up. In, it's up there. No, it's in La Crescenta. Yeah. It's in this fucking beautiful park, and I was just like, oh, and it's gorgeous. But they um, they just they show off all these mini bikes. Yeah. They must have had a hundred of them. Last oh yeah, year, there's a ton ranging in from like you said those Groms and stuff. I had the only vintage kind of like two stroke mini bike which i consider a mini bike yeah there's a lot of pull stroke weirdos and they, those guys were amped and i was like you guys are crazy on their show they were talking Dude, about nuts yeah <laughs> on the show they were talking about tacos and i thought they meant bull tacos but they were talking about some mini bike company mm-hmm. called taco yeah. and like yeah, how they have, make, they have like, those frames for the pull starts 50 I think. horsepower taco that old johnny has and i was like wow like that's <laughs> Talking Sportster. Can't keep it on the ground. That's it just Harley. goes off to the moon. That's Harley Sportster numbers right there, you know? Like, holy cow. And so, yeah, it's in, it's pretty incredible. I'd love – gonna... When is that coming up? Do you, is there a date it's for that? It's in the fall. It's usually it in, the in the fall, fall yeah. Right. It's like September, October, All somewhere right. we'll around there. We'll have to think about that another time. You know, I'm sorry out. for you Wisconsinese and Michiganese listening, but it's still pretty warm in October here. So It's still motorcycle weather for yeah. us right mm-hmm. now. It's motorcycle Dude. We, 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 all year round. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. So many of the guys from Wisconsin. Wisconsin have been uh, messaging me on Facebook with just their sob stories of they go outside and, you know, they crack an egg and it immediately freezes. <laughs> and, like, the st- it's too cold for the sturgeon. They can't even ice fish right now. And so it's just – it sounds like bum a bum deal. I was there for the Arctic Blast. I yeah. was actually in Minneapolis that week for the IMS and I purposely did a couple of things. I did go out and spit water in the air and watch it freeze. Yeah. But I also told myself <laughs> I want to go out and I want to see how far I can go in this temperature, you know, and just go experience it. In jeans and, I, and a t-shirt? Yeah, I no, naked. no, no. Yeah. I went outside many times in like shorts like this and it does. After about six seconds, it started to burn. Oh, so I, then I put all my gear on because I'm a Michigan boy at heart. Oh, yeah, I grew you up know, in South go West, Badgers. In Kalamazoo. No, not Badgers. The Michigan um, Sun Devils. <laughs> The Michigan Vikings. That's right. We, just, we, just, we decided it was the Vikings. The Badgers and, uh, are So Wisconsin. I said, I'm going to see how far I can walk. And I walked well over a mile, but I had all my long johns on. And you have to keep moving. It's cold. Yeah. So, it was, yeah, I yeah. feel I felt for them. Boy, oh, boy. So was that the walk. week before Chicago? Minneapolis. I mean, because no, Chicago was probably DC cold, too. Chicago. Okay. Because yeah. I drove from Portland to Milwaukee. And our Milwaukee thing was the same weekend. You oh, were in I saw you. I was watching you the whole time, and I was <sighs> just like, "Oh, we get to drive it through this." Dude, my truck's like destroyed. Right Some now. of the um, semis froze up; their fuel froze, and they're yeah, like, "Yeah, I was putting additive in mine, so it supposedly wouldn't freeze." Yeah, and, uh, it was a nightmare. Still having a nightmare. They had trouble with theirs too, and I remember talking to a couple of the guys because these are guys are ass busters, but they're such knuckleheads. So I was trying to fuck with them all the time. And I'm like, so you knew that you need to put some additive in the gas. Did you do that? They're like, no. Listen, I'm like, <laughs> we didn't yeah, really it's expect like the to freeze. Fuel. I didn't even know that I had a block heater on my truck. Yeah. Even the guy I bought it from is like, there's no block heater. Like, we're in California. Mm. And then I found a plug, and I'm like, there's only one reason there's a 110 plug on a truck. So at least I found I had a block heater, not that I had a place to ever plug it in, but. I thought, we would like just I'd sleep in it and just leave it running all night. Yeah, Holy I thought you were going to say you was parked at you went to Walmart and you got an extension cord, and ran it out of your hotel <laughs> to the truck. Uh, yeah, you know, I bet your buddy's bike he would have a terrible time riding through even uh, fifty degree. <laughs> all those weather. chains would be cold, <laughs> let alone negative fifty degree weather, which is like you what see a lot icicles of icicles just hanging. Yeah. It actually much. wasn't last year when I drove. It was colder. It was it, well at least across Wyoming. It was negative twenty seven, and I only hit like. 
It was just around, hovered around zero the whole time, yeah. like three and four and negative three or four. Like, but it was just the snow coming down made it yeah. the worst. You know what? You lived through it though. And I, oh. give, I give kudos to that because yeah. that's not an easy thing. And we, I can yeah. imagine the we times have, I suck air. There was a few times I was worried about that. We have, like, a, we have a patron in Canada who it was negative. It's been negative 40 for a while. And he said, I can't even feel my face. Get out and ride, and, mofo. And listen, <laughs> Put he some probably has spikes been. on those tires. Yeah, he probably has yeah, been. On the uh, Misfits podcast, they had a patron that uh, emailed them about black ice. He was writing in D.C. And they were talking about black ice and just Yeah, the there's tales. a lot of black ice in D.C. Black ice. <laughs> oh, black ice, yes. <laughs> yes. I. You know what? Like, I, I, I don't want to imagine. I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to even. Don't. Yeah, stop now. I, yeah, I was I, thinking about hitting like imagining coming. what it would be like, and I yeah, I was having nightmares. It's I hit black be 80 ice on Saturday. I hit black. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> I want them to think we're suffering along with them. I hit black ice on a bicycle one time, and that was painful. I could not imagine at like 35 or 40 on a motorcycle. Uh, you know, uh, like uh, it was bad uh, enough. It was bad enough on a 20 pound bicycle, let alone a 500 pound motorcycle. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I did a little interview this weekend at Paris. Um, Jim, I want to say something. Jim Otley was out there. I've seen him uh, for the last few years racing on number 58. He's got an old 1940-something Indian, and he's hooked up with a brand-new Indian. He's going to be racing – well, he raced, I'm sorry, yesterday at the uh, Super Hooligan National Championship series the first one of 2019 down there in daytona it's the second one of 2019 oh i'm sorry the, and, the and one he missed show, the first one the yeah, one the show was listen what nothing was yeah talking. so the the uh the one show up in in uh portland was the first one yeah so he missed the yeah. first race but he'll be there for the second race and uh he's gonna be in daytona it was fun watching him go he him and richard pollock from mule motorcycles were, were duking it out richard was in a couple classes and also our patron matt from my motorbike obsessions was out there racing and i got a chance to talk to him and he he, he only crashed once while i was watching that's got to be embarrassing while uh while your hero is there watching you <laughs> i'm nobody's hero but anyway hey brady walker thanks for hanging out with us tonight thanks for informing us about the californian and oh, all the razzle you know what? Stuff it's you all do. just for a bunch of fun i i appreciate you having me yeah. over and meeting jay and seeing good old wiggins i hope to see him on april 7th and my dog sniffing your balls i you love your too. dog so much yeah. i love little animals yeah but i um just like just like the stuff that i'm trying to do um the creative podcast is just a lot of cool fun and for the sake of having fun and digging bikes and yeah. so that's what i'm yeah. trying to promote here although you hear a lot of these fancy words and like uh, portmanteau do you know what them. portmanteau means that's a merging of two words together to make one like scarver to describe the bmw uh g650 scarver was uh that's a portmanteau of that street is. and carver <laughs> i've never yeah. heard of that before but now i know now you know portmanteau it's a good word to know um and so <laughs> is uh we're out of here hey brady walker jay wiggins uh let's go around the room jay you got anything coming up that we need to know about? Uh, Are you making try, us I'm, some art for Soul Slam for Pete's sake? Because yeah, I got, I got people submitting some stuff. Right, I'm just trying to good. stay alive out here. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just do. Yeah, you know what? She, she almost got hit 15 times on the way over here tonight. I feel Eek. so bad. She has to drive to Long Beach after this, Brady. Like, That's okay. Yeah. It's beautiful night out. It's, yeah. it's great at night. So it's fine. This yeah. time of night is fun. But she almost All got killed ass. 17 times on the way over here right, from Silver <laughs> City. Oh, no, I believe me. Yeah. 
Wiggins, we, you already told us what you got coming up, and uh, so check him out. Also, if you'd like to purchase a knife, uh, and if you would like to you win a knife, ways? yeah, yeah, no fucking way. Yeah. Let me see one Field of and Sick. and uh, someone needs to buy some because I just donated one to the Solstice Slam. He so did. So we need to we need to somebody we need to sell three. Of of, I'll buy one of those. Off. Yeah, I'm working on. This we need to sell three for skinning. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm going to go skin a cat after after the show. We need to sell three of Wiggins's knives to pay for the one that he's donating to Solstice Slam. That's, that's a good how, idea. That's a Yeah, it's Working their Say, oh. say that again, Brady. I had they you turned down. They are, are gorgeous. gorgeous. And if you I, if you enter Solstice Slam, you can win one. Solstice Slam is March 22nd. Please have your submission in by midnight, March 21st. You could win uh, one of Chris Wiggins' knives. I'll post it up. I'll post up the one that he's uh, so generously donated. We also have some hankies from his sister that he's gave to me right now on my good credit. I have good credit. I don't have good credit, but he gave them to me anyway, and we'll be uh, giving a couple of those away. Plus, Jay, are you really doing some artwork? Can I expect some art from you? All right. She says she got something. What do you got? Something I gotta tell you. All right. Hopefully it's an art project (laughs) and uh, not a hitman that's gonna come to your house and clobber you. But she'll she'll have something for us for social slam. Rotten banana. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's not her friend's um, motorcycle coming to visit. Yeah. 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 You know what? Her her prize for social slam is not getting a visit by this. Pieces of that bike. Virago. Yeah. Chain. So make sure chain theme. Make sure you email us uh, uh, creative writing podcast at gmail.com or slam at creative dash writing um art music uh some haiku like motor map for my motorbike obsession submitted a couple years ago um any music you give us just make sure that you give us permission to use it so we don't infringe on anybody's copyright um draw us a cute picture uh tell us a dumb limerick even you know the bike was really fast uh i sat on it with my ass i gave some throttle and then hit the bottle and made my fastest pass. I just freestyled that, and it was totally a drag racing. Oh, my God. I'm so proud of myself. Um, but, yeah, do that. And uh, we, we also, usually – we have to – hey, we got to do a T.O. because I almost forgot the most important part of the show. We're, we're getting out of here. This is the end of the night, and this is the type, uh, oh, time yeah. of night oh, where yeah, we like to – Oh yeah, go around the room. Those are good ones. I got some really stupid cards for Christmas this year. The conversation starts. They're actually, I'm, I kind of like these. I don't know about our. Are we trying to do a conversation do ender? Like We're doing a conversation ender. We're, this should take less than five minutes. It usually takes forty-five minutes. Hey, but on the note with uh, emailing the show, don't forget, listeners, to email Ask Wigs. Yeah. Email us something stupid just so we can talk about it. You know what? Ask Wiggins what type of pancake batter he likes. He'll tell you. That's what Ask Wigs is all about. Brady, take one of these cards. All right. How many we are times do they ask about your um, hair product to get your hair so <laughs> I think I've had that one a few You do times, have so beautiful hair. Hey, we can take two hair. It's all natural. I would kill. I'm losing my hair. Dude, my hair is listen, going away. That's why I grew it. This I is thought a, I was starting to lose away. it in the front, so I was like, I'm just going to let it this go. This is a fucking <laughs> wig. I have a wig on right now. I can't believe it. My, your hair is just I have a whole, so dapper compared yeah. to what I've got going on. I have I a whole like mask a, on right now, but Wiggins looks like goddamn dang cover girl. So. <laughs> Let's get uh, Wiggins' mask. Yeah. We'll cut it off with <laughs> yeah. all those knives. You know what? I just I, I just nice. binge watched Game of Thrones, and there's some girl that does that. She cuts off people's faces. I heard. Then, yeah. So yeah. Wiggins, Wiggins, you're looking pretty right now. Yeah, it's funny <laughs> when I race. I like beard. even uh, Narissa, the last race was like, I didn't know you were in that race. 
And then I saw your hair out the back of your helmet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, I just watched Some your icon occurred. commercial too, and the only the only one that stands yeah, right? out is you because you're the only one to have yeah, the hair yeah, hanging I out. I remember the first time I met you at Lucky Wills, you were doing the hair flip with Jim. Yeah, yeah. Wig. <laughs> so, Brady, what's going to happen right now as we close the show out? We're going to go around the room. I'm going to ask you a question, then you okay. ask Wigs, Wigs will ask Jay, and Jay will ask me, and then we'll shut this motherfucker down for the night. How's that? Yeah. Sure. Uh, Brady. 2019 has just happened. The uh, the Californian almost blew up in your face. You saved it somehow. You saved humanity somehow. There's going to be a movie about you in the future where you kill a bunch of zombies and uh, your seed goes on to fertilize the rest of the world to bring us back, bring humanity back. <laughs> what are you curious about? <laughs> that was a pretty rad intro. That was a that pretty question. pretty big setup. Pretty. I was trying to set the bar real high. I hadn't even read it to be brain, honest. It was a pretty, work. What am I curious about? Uh, I am. I'm curious about the the wind. Nice. The wind and the, and why how it makes noise. Yeah, that is an interesting. And you know, there's dunes here in California. If you're not from California, you can head out to the dunes. They're called the singing dunes, and the wind hits them in such a way that it makes this creepy noise. The Native Americans were like really in tune with it, and I think they're the ones that gave them the 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 uh, nom de plume. That's that's the wrong word for it. They they gave them the nomenclature, the singing dunes, mm-hmm. and it's the way the wind hits the sand. It has to do with the size of the sand, the mm-hmm. way the wind hits it, the speed, the angle, and the angle of the actual dune, and wind shapes dunes. You just um, taking away some of my curiosity oh. of, of the wind. I wish that card throw was a lot cooler too, by the way. It just kind of like fluttered out of my hand. But the wind, I also am interested in the wind because it can, it can hold you back on the racetrack, but it can also push you forward. And That's it can true. also come out of your butt. There's a lot of paradoxes. And it's been really windy. I've been blown around today. Yeah. 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 Now, sure. sir, please break wind and ask Wiggins <laughs> his question. <laughs> I don't know if I get as good of an intro as you. but No one can. It's okay. Um, I have a great answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you this. Chris, <laughs> what is your favorite family activity? Oh, man. Favorite family activity? Uh, knife making <laughs> <laughs> right now because my daughter is like 19 months it's like pretty well anything wait a minute Cleaning diapers. wait a minute no. she's been 19 months for 19 months how oh, old is your kid really she's really 19 months What's okay today? 19 months. unless she's 20 months no, at she's what coming up point on 20 do you months. stop referring to them by months i when they think about a year and a half two, so two, um, right? two years is it a, two okay as a as a my wife keeps saying a, a year and a half <laughs> no as a father of a 53-monther and a 72-monther. It's two years. I was just going to say, we should just refer to ourselves age. I'm 365 months. Brady, what are you? No, just kidding. Yeah, she's she's a year and a half. So really like anything with her right now. Yeah, maybe on Saturday going to Lucky Wheels. Yeah, yes, yeah. she will because she just she digs activity. everything. Yeah, your daughter's really cute. She does really dig everything. She dug a couple graves while I was over here. She's it's like creepy watching that happen. It's like she's into little like Matchbox cars, which is fun for dad. Yeah, she's also into baby dolls, but you know, hey, you know what's I love Matchbox cars when your kids are into cars. strippers? Oh, that's yeah. fun for dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, no, that's cute. The favorite family activities, flat tracking and making knives. I like that. I haven't taken her. Uh, she hasn't done flat tracking yet. But she is stoked. Like, every time we take the little Volkswagen somewhere, like, she's always excited. She's nice. just fun to, like, go places with. Yeah. 
Because she's so excited. Like, you go to the grocery store and she just smiles at everyone. Yeah, I know. It's so cute. Yeah. Do that? You know what? Yeah. 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 The <laughs> irony, the especially at Trader Joe's. <laughs> it's just like, like people at Trader Joe's know her name. They give her cookies. Yeah. yeah. Here's the irony. Wiggs and I are, because I was just on this tip like a few, a couple of years ago. No, the hottest girls come up to you when you have a baby <laughs> or a dog, but dude, it's like the it's like the curse of the married uh, father. I, I haven't got that yet. Oh my god! I wear so my, my, many... my short shorts after my training workout, my running workout. How I'm many like, women hey, run away from you? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What do you know about the bacon today, sir?" Yeah, like, <laughs> I got some more running to do. If you had, if you had a kid Bitch. with you, they'd be like, "Oh yeah. my god, I don't care what you look like. That's so adorable. You made that. That's good." Yeah. Oh, I love the grocery store. Go. All right, Jay. Oh, well, it's, it's kind of me to ask her. Yeah. yeah. You're confusing us all. Jay, Wiggins has a question for you. <laughs> That's good. Let's I like that. reverse it. <laughs> uh, Jay, I had a question for Brady who had a question for Chris who now has a question for you. <laughs> so this question says, how did you help someone recently? Ooh. Um, you helped someone get I mean, over their bike your... anxiety tonight by letting us roast the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, let's see. Last weekend, I worked. Uh, I did Pinewood Derby with the Boy Scouts at my other job. And I oh my God! You know, and I was competing with my partner. Yeah. 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 That's why you've been tight-lipped I'm a sleeper. this whole time. I'm, a sleeper. I'm, I'm out of here. Fuck this show. I, I, say, I, I didn't want to tell you she was here, but I was afraid. I of heard her. about that Pinewood Derby, and I was just gonna kick yours ass. I had like twelve hours building Pinewood Derby cars last Saturday. Oh my so God! Shit! A lot. You're not allowed to enter. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, you're, um, believe it or not, hired for this Saturday. Like, you know, right, ideas Your wages are volunteer. <laughs> Your wages are, I will bring some beer. I will pay you as much as I pay everyone in this room for the show tonight. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was it. Good. That, that was it. That, that was, was it. great. That was great. I didn't know we had a trained expert though. So I know. I'm kind of excited about I'm that. Shit. Too. Trained expert. Trained. I got, I know I'm trying to, to make a wind tunnel and stuff. <laughs> 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 I'm doing a fart on my car. That's my wind tunnel. Uh, okay. Are you ready? I wish I had crickets sound you know? chewed up right for that one. Yeah. Jeez, that was a terrible. <laughs> what would you like to learn how to cook? <laughs> you guys, this is the gonna, question of I, uh, all time. Of all questions, I know what you cooked earlier smelled like farts. Yes, I, I so. guys, I made some Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Jay came in the house and I felt like I had to preface it with like I did not shit my pants in here. This is Brussels sprouts. So, what would I like to cook? You guys ever hear of the show called Breaking Bad? It was like really big. <laughs> well, and with that, this show has ended. Uh, Brady Walker, thank you for coming on tonight. Thank Jay you. and Wiggs, as usual, thanks for coming out. Everybody, thanks for listening this long. It's an hour and 37 minutes of your life. You'll never get back. And actually, a few of these are going to get edited out because Brady told me they're off the record. Brady, do you have any really super significant sign-offs for anybody, like something meaningful that they can take away as motorcyclists? That's your job as a guest on the show tonight to i say is just just have fun with it and just all right everybody listen up solstice slam is next week please have your submissions in we've told you eighteen thousand times on this show i'd like to say sorry to johnny weissmuller Catherine bach who i think who i was joking around i forget what name i said i said Catherine turner that's who i said Totally not Catherine Bach. Um, also, Tom Wopat and John Schneider, Denver Pyle, James Best, all the, the whole cast of, uh, of Dukes of Hazzard. Um, Johnny Weissmuller was Tarzan, in case you were wondering, and you waited around to the end of the episode to find out. 
and submit your uh, stories slam at creative-writing.com or creativewritingpodcast at gmail.com and that's about all we got for you this week you need some inspiration i have some so- some stories you can go back and listen to the previous uh, solstice slams i think there's been three of them so far and uh so yeah peace grease and uh tell your niece i said don't forget to feed the geese bye <laughs> <laughs>